All right, Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed as always in Jesus' mighty name. 459 people on so far. Switch over to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform, including YouTube, which Aaron tells me <laughs> that we are back on after I don't know how long, however, many, <laughs> however long we were suspended for or whatever it is. And we won't be on there very long. We both know that. But anyway, just uh, hello, YouTubers. If anybody is watching on YouTube anymore, if you are, Switch to the only free speech streaming platform that there is, and that's Rumble. Same thing uh, with Facebook. If you're wondering how it is that I have, you know, 37 people watching on Facebook and I've got 30,000 people following me, following me between the church and myself, the reason is, is I'm being shadow banned. I haven't been allowed to friend anybody for almost four years on Facebook. They're not letting you see it. They're keeping everybody from seeing it. The only way for you to see it is for you to actually, actually go and type in my Facebook page, and you'll see it. It's the only way that they'll do it. So switch over to Rumble. You got to do it. Parallel economy. I haven't talked too much about that recently. You got. We have to have a parallel economy. We have to have our own streaming platforms. We have to have our own pathways to success because the pathway to success right now is guarded by leftards. Completely and totally guarded, uh, guarded and governed by leftards. You want to be a successful musician? You can't because they're the ones that own all the sources of success, all the pathways to success. Even if you're, you're trying to put out YouTube videos and you happen to be uh, a non-leftard, you don't even have to be uh, a right-winger. You can just be somebody who's not a leftard. Right. And they won't allow you to be on YouTube, so you're not allowed to succeed because there is no parallel economy. Walmart keeps going more and more and more left. Eventually, we're going to have to have our own grocery stores, our own movie theaters, everything, because we will not be allowed in those institutions. And whatever th whatever we produce will not be played in those institutions, will not be sold in those institutions. I heard Mike Lindell, it's called mystore.com, something like that. Yeah. He's doing it. You got Mammoth. You got Public Square. Um we just had, we obviously have Rumble here. Rumble is the is a is a good alternative, obviously to YouTube or Facebook. Facebook's dying anyway. Facebook's useless. Facebook is nothing more now than an antiquated platform. It's really all they are, and they're going downhill. Their Instagram's doing well though, so it's hard. You know, you want things to go downhill. A lot of times they don't. YouTube's not going downhill. I wish it was. Yeah, it's not. It's signed for the NFL, which boosted. I mean, they got way more viewers now than they've ever had. Yeah, NFL has way more viewers now than they ever have. You want things to go down, but they they don't. But the problem is, we have to have a parallel economy because if they're not going to go down, they're going to continue. As you're always hearing me say, to leverage us out of the system. You're somebody who so you maybe you're just a, you're a singer and you want to put out your your songs on YouTube. You can't. Unless you're a left hard, if you say one thing that goes against the narrative, you'll be banned. And now you have what's your path to success? And that's my point. So please switch over to these other alternatives. We need to be doing it. You got Getter, you got Gab. Twitter is decent, still shadow banning a lot. And I don't know why. I, get, I love a lot of what Elon Musk does, but he has Linda Yaccarino, who's an N NBC Goebbels Media acolyte, World Economic Forum acolyte running Twitter. And it's very weird how endlessly, whether it's someone like the, you know, like Cat Turd or whatever, comes out and says, I'm being shadow banned. And I see it all the time on various uh, conservative accounts on Twitter. I'm being shadow banned. The numbers don't make any sense. If you ever look at it, I'll have to have Aaron show you this one night. If you ever look at our numbers on Facebook, it absolutely makes no sense. 
because we'll have like 61 people watching total mm -hmm. and we'll have 500 comments. And I'm slightly exaggerating. Yeah. But that's what you can't have 60 people watching have 500 comments. No. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. And that's how corrupt these platforms are. But, and that's why I bought time on, on Christian Television Network. That's why I'll continue to buy time on Christian Television Network. All right, let me go to this, the border deal. Now, I know that most of you have heard, even Mitch McConnell has given up the ghost. He's saying that this bill is dead on arrival, because it is dead on arrival. It is political suicide for even those that walk the lukewarm political line, like a Marco Rubio. People like that. And you're like, Tom, haven't you voted for Marco Rubio? Yeah, because I'm not going to vote for a Democrat. Right. But... Marco Rubio never actually accomplishes anything. He just gets on. He says conservative things. He gets conservative sound bites like they all do. They get a conservative sound bite they can run on because all they really care about is being reelected so that they get that government pension. That's really all. Now, they care about a lot of other globalist things, too. But I'm just saying to make life simple, that's one of the main things they care about. But even the people like Marco Rubio aren't going to sign on to this deal because it's political suicide. You sign on to this border deal, it's over for you. And I know James Lankford out of Oklahoma wrote this in collusion with Chucky Schumer. And listen, if you are ever doing anything in collusion or cooperation with Chucky Schumer, you're already wrong. You shouldn't even be in the room with Chucky Schumer. Yeah. Never. I mean, you, and, and not, not only that, if you ever agree with anything Chucky Schumer says, you're agreeing with absolute uh, reprobate-mindedness, demonic-mindedness. That's what you're agreeing with. This is a baby-butchering monster. That's who Chuck Schumer is. A man who loves to lop off testicles and breasts and penises. Love, that's who these guys are. You can't go into a room with your James Lankford and come up with a deal with these people. And this, come, out, you know, come out with a deal with these people. Remember what the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 6.14. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And I'm not saying that anybody... I mean, Chuck Schumer's absolutely not a Christian. I'm just saying... James Lankford, I'm not questioning his Christianity. I'm not equating all pol politics with Christianity. I'm not saying all right-wingers are Christians. None of that. I'm just saying you cannot be in agreement with somebody who's your ideological opponent. How can you come to an agreement? I can understand doing it line by line. You know, you want to go line by line, you can do it. But you can't come up with a comprehensive deal, which is what this is. And I know that it's dead on arrival. But the reason, the reason why I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you a long clip from Jesse Waters here in a second that just outlines what's in this deal is we need to know, and I need to find out today, I want to find out, you know, the Mayorkas impeachment failed uh, two, uh, 216 to 214. I want to know which Republicans didn't vote in that. I want to know which, I want to know who voted what and which way most Republicans voted to impeach Mayorkas because if there's any question about my, whether Mayorkas needs to be impeached or not. Another bold-faced perjurer who needs to be held to criminal account when we run the DOJ. Mayorkas needs to be brought under charges, criminal charges, for perjuring himself and criminal charges for allowing the border to be open, along with Joe Biden and his administration. And we need, it needs to be no holds barred. If they're going to haul Trump in front of blue judges and blue juries and blue jurisdictions, then we need to haul them in front of red juries, red judges, and red jurisdictions. That's the way it needs to be. Those are the new rules, and they won't stop doing it until we start doing it. They're never going to learn their lesson. Us exposing their hypocrisy doesn't work because hypocrisy doesn't bother hypocrites. Hypocrisy bothers me. When I'm a hypocrite, it bothers me until I repent of being a hypocrite. Hypocrisy does not, does not bother hypocrites at all. So they need to be brought, and it's just like all the, the various uh, 
red, uh, whether it's uh, state attorneys or governors. No, no real governors have stepped up, but different, different uh, state attorneys, not attorneys general, not state attorneys, attorney generals in red states have said, you know, they're going to try to get Biden off of ballots. If we start pulling Biden off of ballots, they'll stop trying to pull our people off ballots. Otherwise, I'll be fine with this, though, if we just go to a federalist system. If we, let the blue states be what they want to be. As, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we have no, you know, all, the, all we need the federal government for, as far as I'm concerned, is the military. That, really, that's it. I mean, in all branches of the military. Other, other than that, Department of Education, nah. FBI, nah. So we got a sheriff's office for. We need the FBI. You don't need any. You don't need any. By the way, the Constitution does not does not uh, command that you have the FBI. The FBI wasn't even formed until I think Aaron said 1913. Yeah, so, so, something like that. So yeah. I mean, we we don't even need them. I mean, they're not even. We're not. We're not obligated to have the FBI. You're not obligated to have the DEA. You're not obligated. Oh, is that it, Aaron? Yes. All right, there we go. So. Aaron put it up. So here are the people that voted against the Mayorkas, uh, the Mayorkas impeachment and opposes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Not surprising. Ken, brilliant really rhino buck. Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin. He voted against the Alejandro Mayorkas. He's a Demo- uh, Republicans that voted against the uh, the impeachment for uh, of Mayorkas. Uh, Tom McClintock and Blake D. Moore. The rest of them are Democrats, right? Yep. yep those yep. are Democrats. So we had four Republicans, Tom McClintock, Blake Moore, Mike Gallagher, and Ken Buck. And lo and behold, Steve Scalise didn't vote at all. Shocker. Amazing. Just didn't vote at all. So the typical Potoma two-step, spineless, obfuscation, doesn't want to be on the record for or against. You know what you do with anybody who's neutral? eliminate them from office. Do not vote for them again. We do not need any neutrality. Steve Scalise needs to be voted out of office. Ken fake Republican buck. He He's already not running again anyway, and I don't know about the other one. So just keep those five Republicans in mind. They need to be voted out of office. Any Republican that does vote for this border deal needs to be voted out of office. So here's Jesse Waters. Very long video, but I wanted to play it for you because it's a good outline of what's in this voter, this this border deal, this this border bill. Play for me, Heather. Reading for pleasure expands your mind. Reading for work gets you a promotion. But Americans are pinched for time. Washington knows this. And every year, Congress spits out legislation gazillions of pages long, then manufactures a deadline to pass it, knowing Americans won't read it. The bill's too long, and the legislation isn't written in plain English. It's written to be indecipherable to everyone except the lobbyists who write it and the media whose job it is to read it and report it they don't even bother anymore they spin whatever the democrats claims in it and attack republicans who vote against it and we've been hearing for weeks about how this bipartisan border bill is going to save america how does the media know if they never saw the bill well it was to condition you whet the appetite for passage and set up Republicans as fall guys if it fails. Well, the bill finally came out last night. Primetime read the whole 370 pages, and it doesn't stop a single migrant from breaking into the country. That's not me saying it. The Democrat senator who wrote the bill, Chris Murphy, declares, quote, the border never closes. So if the border never closes, what's the 20 billion for? processing illegals, handouts, and loopholes. The Border Patrol would start working on an honor system 
This is Washington's idea of thorough vetting. Are you ready? Agents will now start asking border crossers tough questions before letting them in. Question one, are you a criminal? No. Second question, you say you're fleeing Honduras. Is there another part of Honduras that's safer? No, I'm scared. Third question, you pass through Mexico to get here. Why can't you stay in Mexico? I can't. I'm scared. Welcome to America. If you pass that test, you're in. You have asylum. Who gives that test? Well, Biden's hiring thousands of asylum officers to ask migrants the three questions. This is a government jobs program that lets in more migrants. And if the migrants answer the three questions correctly, Biden hands them a work permit so companies can hire them instead of Americans because they're cheaper. And Nadler can get all the crops picked he wants. Are we going to detain any migrants at the border so we can deport the ones who are too stupid to say I'm scared three times? Well, this border bill buys just 15,000 new beds to detain migrants. That's about two days worth of illegals we're going to detain. And once the beds fill up in two days, they're going to let them go because you can't deport if you can't detain. Biden's border bill claims anyone they can't detain, which is pretty much everyone, they're going to strap ankle monitors to them. We're going to strap millions of ankle monitors to migrant legs every year. What did Paul Pelosi buy stock in the ankle monitor company yet? And how are two million migrants whizzing through airport security with ankle monitors? Beep, 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 beep. Well, you just missed your flight because a village from Guatemala held up the line. Biden's also handing out a quarter million new family reunification visas. That means if you broke into this country and you miss your aunt, uncle, wife, or cousin, they can come in too. They're codifying chain migration. And remember all those Afghan refugees that Biden flew here after the Taliban took over? The ones heavily vetted at the violent airport? This bill fast tracks their amnesty. That's 80,000 Afghans ready to vote in a few years. And if you're Haitian, Cuban, Venezuelan, or Nicaraguan, you can cut to the front of the line. Biden just paroles you straight into the country. These new neighbors are great for Democrats. Even though illegals can't vote yet, the census counts them for redistricting. That means states with higher headcounts, illegal or not, get more House seats and more electoral votes. In 2020, California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, and Massachusetts all gained seats. 24 seats that were lost all came from states that voted for Trump in 2016. Now it gets better. Under this bill, every migrant gets a lawyer. $400 million go to lawyers for illegals. Lawyers just happen to be the Democrat Party's biggest donor class. Leave it to lawyers to write a pay raise into a border bill. Got to hand it to them. Now, surely the bipartisan border bill defunds the nonprofits who've been financing the caravans? Wrong. A billion and a half dollars go to the nonprofits so they can keep buying the migrants' tents, food, and maps. There's also a quarter billion dollars in migrant reparations. What are migrant reparations? Biden's going to take our tax dollars and pay the countries that the migrants claim they're too scared to live in. So if Biden decides to deport a migrant, which he won't and which he hasn't ever, 
He's setting aside money to reintegrate the migrants back into their home countries. How does Ecuador go about reintegrating a man born and raised in Ecuador? They don't. They just steal our money and claim the reintegration is going muy bueno and keep sending more migrants to keep the migrant reparations flowing. I asked the primetime producers, is there anything in this border security bill that dismantles the cartels? There's only $25 million. Democrats are giving the DEA just 25 million bucks to fight the cartels. Lawyers are getting 400 million. Tackling the cartels, 25 million. This is how you know they aren't serious. So we keep hearing about this 5,000 migrants a day and the border automatically closes. Not true. If the Border Patrol averages 5,000 migrant encounters for a week straight, we're not talking about the gotaways, they'll say they'll close the border for a little while, but they don't want you to know about the loopholes. They actually never close the border. Migrants will still be processed into the country at ports of entry, meaning the cartels just funnel them to the ports of entry. But what about the rest of the border? That's shut down, right? No. Migrants can still show up anywhere along the border, and as long as they claim it's an emergency, they have to be let in. So even when the border is shut down, migrants can still come in. This means a shutdown border lets in at least 2 million illegals a year. That's more illegals a year than Bush, Obama, and Trump ever averaged. It's like twice as much. Biden's just locking in record numbers. Oh, and if this does get passed, there's a grace period. Three months until any of these tough border policies kick in. Obviously, the minute it kicks in, someone's going to sue the administration to stop it. And the people who wrote this bill actually wrote what court will hear the motion. It's the most liberal court in the country. The D.C. District Court will hear all challenges to the border bill. The ACLU files a motion. The D.C. District Court agrees, slaps an injunction on it, and we get the status quo. They wrote the status quo into the bill. And the border bill's only $20 billion out of the $120 billion package. $100 billion is for defending everyone else's borders, Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine. And Schumer says, if you don't bite, Biden's shipping your sons to war. We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war. And just to reiterate this, so that was the longest video we've ever showed on the show, I think. <laughs> I may have done one for 10 minutes, but that was 8 minutes, 36 seconds. But I had to show it to you. It's very comprehensive. But just to, just to reiterate the base point of all this, here we are shipping off all of these billions of dollars. Now, one dime goes to you and I, just, just so everybody knows. So again, you're like, no, uh, this is a border security bill. You just heard it. It's got nothing to do with securing the border. So once again, you and I benefit absolutely nothing. Zero. And we are, base point, $34 trillion in debt and scheduled to be $35 trillion in debt as we add a hundred, as we add a trillion dollars in debt every hundred days now, used to be about every 18 months. 
Now under Joe Biden, it's a it's every hundred days, just like with, with Donald Trump, he allowed in about eight thousand illegal border invaders every month, and Joe Biden's twelve thousand per day. So Biden is increasing everything that's could be uh, any anything and everything that's negative. Joe Biden increases at an exponential rate. So here's an interesting. Here, just breaking down the numbers real quick. Here's the. Border bill, you're, you just heard Chuck Schumer say, you either pass this border bill or I'm shipping your kids to Ukraine to fight. You know what? Shove it. Shove it. You know what happened when people didn't want to fight during the Vietnam War? They didn't fight in the Vietnam War. And what happened to them? Nothing. So here's where the money's going. 60 billion, this is the border bill, 60 billion of it goes to Ukraine. 14.1 billion goes to Israel. And by the way, I love Israel. Stand fit, stand with Israel. We already give enough billions to Israel. Yeah. If Israel can't stop uh paragliders from invading its country, there is no hope anyway. So we don't need to send them. And listen, I hate what happened on 10-7. It's an atrocity. I support Israel leveling the Gaza Strip. Absolutely. No problem. They give 36 to 48 hours with the notice to every place they're going to bomb. They can all leave instead of um, uh, instead of uh, Hamas. I had Hezbollah oh. stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh, Hamas, yeah, you're having their photo ops where they're pulling kids out of rubble because they want the kids to stay in the rubble so they get the photo op. Israel gives them opportunities to get out. They don't choose to do it. That's on Hamas and on the parents of those children that could have left. But So I'm in favor of Israel. Favor of Israel's reprisals against Hamas. In Hezbollah and everybody else, and, he, and, and even potentially at times Iran. I'm just telling you because they fund Hamas and Hezbollah. But we don't need to send another $14.1 billion to Israel. We are $34 trillion in debt, and these guys are acting like we're $34 trillion in the black. We're $34 trillion in the red. Yeah. $2.44 billion goes to the CENTCOM commander in, command in the Red Sea in the Gulf of Aden, which we're not in. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even do anything in the Red Sea. It's got nothing to do with us. But we're going to send $2.5 billion to that. $10 billion to humanitarian aid. To where? Everybody, anybody guess? Mm. Is this the stuff that Jesse didn't cover? So I'm telling you what he didn't cover. $10 billion for humanita- humanitarian aid to Gaza, <laughs> which is Hamas, to the West Bank, mm. which is Hamas and Hezbollah. <laughs> We end another. This is this ten billions being split between Gaza, West Bank, and more for Ukraine. Oh my gosh! All of which we know because all finances are fungible. Fungible. All will be re- re- reallocated to whoever is in charge's whims. Whoever is in charge, they will they will reallocate that money to wherever they want it to go under the guise of humanitarianism. It's just again a bunch of of swamp lies, you know, humanitarian aid, humanitarian aid that will be quickly transferred to terrorists to buy, or, or for Voldemar Zelensky to go buy another villa in Egypt. Under humanity, just like Joe Biden said, the $6 billion, then when he freed up all the, he freed up the, the, uh, the world, he made the World Bank free up all of Iranian assets in the World Bank. And he said that it's only can be freed up if Iran comes and says it's for humanitarian purposes. So if Iran comes and says it's for humanitarian purposes, they have access to their $6 billion. And by the way, it's $16 billion now total that Joe Biden has freed up and given to Iran, which funds Hezbollah, which funds Hamas. And while behind the scenes, 
He's trying to force Israel into a ceasefire with, with the people who raped their citizens, beheaded their children, and killed 1,400 of their citizens, 30-plus Americans, on 10-7. And that, more on the, so that's the border deal. You're like, Tom, what happened to the border? That's just the border deal. This is the border deal that, that, that James Lankford, alleged conservative out of Oklahoma, came up with. This is, this is conservative. You're a conservative? And you know we're $34 trillion in debt? Do you not realize, Jamie Boy and Chucky and Joe Biden, that if my dollar's worth nothing, your dollar's worth nothing? You wear that $34 trillion in debt and you just continue to print money to send to Ukraine, to send to Gaza, to send to Israel, you keep printing up this money? Well, as you continue to cause hyperinflation, the same dollar that for me is being devalued is being devalued for you too. You know that this will eventually, this chicken will come home to roost for you too, right? It's amazing, it's amazing these people. How, how do you just day after day after day walk up to podiums and say, we're giving six billion here, we're giving 10 billion, we're giving 200 billion, billion, billion here, billion there. You, you sit there and you act like You've got all this money. We don't even have any money. We're bankrupt. Yeah. We're, not, we're beyond bankrupt. $34 trillion in debt. 24 years ago, we were less than a trillion dollars in debt. Less than $1 trillion in debt. And now we're $34 trillion in debt. $8 trillion from George W. Bush. $1 trillion from Clinton. Uh, $8 trillion from George W. Bush, $11 trillion from Barack Hussein Obama, $6 trillion from, from Donald Trump because of COVID, and now the rest of it, Joe Biden in three years is $6 trillion. $6 trillion plus in three years. And he's adding a trillion dollars worth of debt per 100 days. Oh, we're going to send a billionaire. But what, what, what are we sending them there? The monopoly money? <laughs> Amazing. So this is, you're like, Tom, what about the border? This is the border deal. More on the border. 5,000 per day. That's, that, 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 they consider that to be a good. Let's, let's all pretend, shall Aaron, you pretend, Heather, you yep, pretend. Yep. Let's all pretend for just a moment that that's what they're doing, that they're only going to allow in 5,000 per day, which we know is a lie, which I'll get to in a second. But just for the next couple minutes, let's all pretend <laughs> that they're only going, you know, like we, everybody likes to pretend that masks do things, lockdowns do things, standing six feet apart, do that, that, that there, you can vaccinate against a viral infection. You know, so America has, be, has become accustomed to pretending. Not those of you are watching, but let's all just pretend for a moment that they're actually going to stop. They're going to only allow in 5,000 illegal invaders per day. I'm not calling them migrants anymore. Enough is enough. They're all criminals. Okay, I don't care. I don't care. Anybody above the age of accountability is a criminal. So basically anybody over the age of 10, that's it. You're a criminal if you cross the border illegal. That's it. Yeah. And you need to be treated as such and turned back now. But anyway... So we're going to all pretend for the next three, four minutes that Joe Biden's deal here, Chuck Schumer's deal, Joe Biden, this is Joe Biden's deal because Joe Biden said he would sign it the moment it's passed, which it won't be. And, and, and Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, already said it will not pass the House anyway, which is good, good for him. When I point out all of his caving and all of, it, all of his ankle grabbing, I also need to point out when he stands tall. He, does, he stands tall in between ankle grabbing <laughs> for his Democratic Party proctological and. Uh, examinations so let's all pretend for a moment that 5,000 people per day only only 5,000 per day wow well they're gonna they're gonna you know they've capped it great look James Langford you are such a stud man you are such a stud Nikki you're Nikki Haley in the pregame full in support we've got to do something at the board okay Nikki 
Why do you have to do something at the border if, if that something is useless? Right. If that something makes it worse, why do you have to do something? Because you are a sycophant. And by why does Nikki Haley in favor of this? Tom, you're like, get to the 5,000. I know, I keep go sidetracking. But why does Nikki Haley want, want this border deal? Because of the money I just told you. $60 billion to Ukraine, $14, 14 billion to Israel, uh, $2.5 billion to CENTCOM command in the Red Sea. What Nikki Haley, how does she make her millions? Oh, that'll be Raytheon, Lockheed Martin receiving her millions, basically in political bribe back and forth between the between her and these companies. They want her on their board. Nikki Haley, what is what expertise does she have in bullets or jets or missiles? No, but she's on like their board. I don't know which companies. She's on their board. So they know that they keep just like they did with Hunter Biden, just like they did with Lloyd Austin and numerous others, both Republican and Democrat. But both when I say Republican and Democrat. Understand there's a big difference between a Republican who's a genuine conservative and the Republicans I'm talking about because most Republicans are actually Democrats. But they put these people on these boards just as a roll of the dice in case they are in power at some point. They all believe Nikki Haley is going to be in the Trump administration. They know she's not going to be president, but they believe she's going to be in the Trump administration so or any other administration because she's a woman, claims to be a minority, blah, 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 blah. So she becomes electable and that she'll be in some sort of power position to secure contracts for the military industrial complex. That's why Nikki Haley's in favor of this border deal. Because she will receive personal money from it. It's all about that. The love of money is the root of all evil. First Timothy 6.10. That's all that that's all that it's about for most of these people. That's why Nikki Haley's Nikki Haley's in, in favor of for those reasons, and because she's a scared, she's scared of the societal and political repercussions of not being in favor for it, in favor of it. So if that's who you are, you have no moral compass, you have no conscience, you have you have no self-respect, no human dignity, because you just put your finger in the wind and you go wherever the wind blows. Yep. That's who Nikki Haley is. So we're all gonna pretend now that they're gonna stop, they're gonna stop, they're gonna cap. Illegal border invasion at 5000 per day under this bill, right? Yeah. Well, okay, how much is that? That's 150000 a month. <laughs> so it'll go down from Joe Biden's average of two fifty to 300000 per month. They're going to lower that down to 150,000 people per month illegally crossing the border. <laughs> saving America. Yeah, save, well, yeah, one, yeah. <laughs> saving America one illegal invader at a time. <laughs> and how many is that per year? $1.8 million. Uh-huh. per year are allowed into the country before they'll cap a daggum thing. So, that, okay, now we know all of that is a lie. Why is it all a lie? Because the 5,000 doesn't count port of entry entries. <laughs> so if you go to the border and you're turned back from the CBP, and the CBP sitting there going, okay, you know what? Uh, cap it, everybody, cap it. We're at the 5,000. Then they send you to the port of entry, and you're allowed in that way. Oh, my God. That's a fact. I've been telling you this for months, haven't I? This is the game that the that the, the Biden administration put in place. They so they could they could say they were lowering the number of illegal invaders at the border because mm-hmm. they are saying the all they do is recategorize it, just like they, there's no CRT being taught at the schools. What's being taught at the schools is TRC. See, there's no CRT. It's now TRC. <laughs> That's the games they play. They're, 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 we're cutting spending. You're not cutting spending. You're cutting the rate of increase of spending. It's all it's all world word games and word salads and obfuscations and deflections. So they say, "Oh, we're capping today. We're capping. We're capping at five thousand, right? We're not capping anything. They cap it at the border at five thousand. Then send you back to the to the uh, port of entry in Mexico, and you're allowed in there. <laughs> so that capping anything, it's just it's just and J- James Lankford and every supporting rhino." 
knows this. And go and lie, lie, bold-faced, filthy, demonic lying to their constituencies and tell them that we're, yeah, we're capping things at 5,000. As if that's an accomplishment. Right. How's that, how's that an accomplishment to cap something at 150,000 per month? 1.8 million per year. 5,000 doesn't count anyone from non-connected countries. <laughs> do, you, do you get this? I mean, please understand. So 5,000, we're, we're holding, James Langford, we're holding, look, look what we're doing. We're, 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 being, we're being conservatives. Okay, conservatives. 5,000, we're capping at 5,000 per day. 150,000 per month, 1.8 million per year. But if they can't get in there, they can just go to a port of entry and be allowed in anyway. So it still will be Biden's 12 to 15,000 per day. Doesn't matter. James Langford knows that. And also these numbers, these 5,000 doesn't count for anyone in non-connected countries. What does that mean? The only people that count, <laughs> get this, in their 5,000 are people from Mexico or Canada. Oh my! That's gosh. in the board. That's in the bill. So if you're Mexican, you get counted as the 5,000. Well, you don't really get counted. You just go to the port of entry then. Right, right. All this is clear, right? Eric? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're from a non-connected country, China, <laughs> Bosnia, Serbia, France, whatever, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Costa Rica, Colombia, uh, Botswana, anywhere, non-connected countries doesn't count in the 5,000. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's the truth. Wow. And Joe Biden can remove all restrictions. As if there are any restrictions. Right. So he's going to remove all restrictions from restrictions that don't exist. But he can remove all of these so-called restrictions whenever he deems that there is a border, there's a border emergency. <laughs> so you just say, you know what, daggummit. Uh, what's today, Aaron? Sixth, seventh? It's the sixth. The, yeah. uh, February 7th, emergency. <laughs> what's the emergency? Uh, CO2 levels. Storm. Everybody in. Yeah. And as Jesse Waters says, all a migrant has to do is say it's an emergency and they're allowed in. James Lankford knows this. And the Republican sycophants, rhinos, they know it too. And here's the thing I want to tell everybody. I'm talking about this bill now gives the president the right to shut down the border. You know what that's like saying? You now have the right to not be stolen from. We all have the right to not be. Why do we need to write it right down that we have the right to not be stolen from? We have the right to not be stolen from. We have the right for fraud not to be committed against us. We don't need to put that in a bill. Right. He's the president of the freaking United States. He can shut down whatever border of the United States he wants now. Just like Governor Abbott has done. Again, Eagle Pass, Texas. 3,000, they want to talk about comprehensive border reform and all that stuff, comp comprehensive immigration reform, whatever they call it. Well, it was comprehensively... Uh, Reformed at Eagle Pass. <laughs> was it not comprehensively reformed there? True. Because they had 3,000 illegal invaders every day crossing the border. Now it's zero. How did they do it? Shipping containers and razor wire. We don't even need Trump's wall. I want Trump's wall. Don't even need it. Just bring in all these empty shipping containers, put razor wire on top of them, a nice little angled razor wire on the ground, and then an angle on top. Ain't nobody getting in. No. So you ask James Langford, you want everybody, you don't want anybody? Yeah, ask James Langford, Chuck Schumer. Do you want illegal, don't, don't, when they're going to talk about border security. Border security means insecurity because we live in an inverted world. It's like democracy, democracy, we're here to defend democracy. We're here to protect our democracy. That means we're here to protect our authoritarian dictatorship. 
or the possibility of us having one in, in the short term. Whenever, whenever, they, whenever they say something, when they say border security, they mean border insecurity. So you throw it in their face and you say, okay, so you want border security, right? Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you want border security. So you don't want one illegal invader to cross the border, right? Well, well, okay, then you don't want border security, right? There's nothing anywhere that says we have to allow one person in this country ever. And this bill has to reauthorize or authorize the president to shut down the border. All you need to do is throw it in their faces. They will, they will never be able to say it because they're afraid of the political repercussions of saying they want nobody to cross the border illegally. Not a soul. And that's exactly what the law says. Nobody enters this country illegally. Nobody. Not one person. Why do we need comprehensive immigration reform? When the border is receiving billions, CBP is receiving billions more now than they did in 2020 and 2020. And in 2020, we had 8,000 illegal invaders every month. Now we have 12,000 per day and they're receiving billions more now. So why do we need more comprehensive immigration reform? There's nothing, there's nothing that needs to be comprehensively reformed. Just need to shut the border down. It could all be, I, I, I'll bet you, I'm just guessing at the numbers. We could shut down the entire border for $50 million. 50, 60, maybe $100 million to shut down the entire border across, across the entire country. We don't need to worry about the Canadians, obviously. They don't, they don't even want to cross the border. But I'm just saying, the southern border, $100 million, 50 to $100 million. Shipping containers and razor wire, it's over. We got a lot of wall already built. And Texas, by the way, is now rebuilding the wall. The Trump-style steel girder wall. It's like 10 feet into the ground. Yeah. It's awesome. They're rebuilding that too. Of course, Arizona won't do it because they have a left hard running Arizona. Katie Hobbs just stole the election from Cary Lake. All right, let me let me a couple other things here. Twenty-five million dollars to battle the cartels, but four hundred million dollars goes to attorneys for the illegal migrators, <laughs> the illegal invaders. And Nikki Haley says something needs to be done. Well, there you go, Nikki. You stupid idiot. You little you little globalist left hard shill. You little, you little lying rhino. You're the worst of the worst. I'd rather, I'd, I have more respect for Chuck Schumer than I do Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah. Way more respect for Chuck Schumer than I do Mitt Romney or John Cornyn or James Lankford. Anybody pretending to be a Republican. Because all they're doing is wasting seats that legitimate conservatives could be sitting in. Stop voting for them. Vote for the legitimate conservative that you don't think could win in the general. Because what's the difference then? Well, if we vote for that real conservative, a real MAGA guy, he's going to lose in the general. Well, what's the difference? He loses and you end up with a Democrat. Or you put a James Lankford in there and he wins under the moniker of Republican who's actually a Democrat. So what's the difference? Try to win. So Nikki Haley, $25 million. Nikki, we need Something needs to be done to that border, she says. And Trump's holding it back. Okay, so... Something needs to be done. So you're advocating that this bill be done. This bill that gives $25 million to battle cartels, but $400 million worth of attorneys to illegal border invaders. Amazing. And just so everybody knows, when it comes to attorneys, I saw this. on. on I actually have it on a video. I, I meant to possibly play it tonight. I'll probably play it on Thursday. But here's the stats coming out of law schools. Are you ready? 70% of attorneys coming out of non Ivy League law schools are leftards, leftists. 90% coming out of Ivy League schools are leftards. Mm-hmm. And those attorneys are now being 
assigned to illegal border invaders. $1.5 billion of this border deal goes to Catholic Charities, Red Cross, and NGOs, which are handing maps to the illegal border invaders to go all the way through the Darien Gap, all the way through the United States, giving them maps. I thought they were there. James Lankford said, well, you know, we're Americans. We give people water. We, we, help. we don't want them to die in the desert. Okay, what does that what does it do with maps, James? Now you sound just like a Democrat. What does that have to do with maps? One quarter billion dollars for migrant reparations. <laughs> okay. Republicans alleged that, you know, you hear on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, this is, the, this is one of the biggest bipartisan bills ever. So this is a bipartisan bill, and we're going to give a quarter of a billion dollars to for migrant reparations that are given to who? Who? They go back. So they're going to go, they're going to bring a, a quarter of a billion dollars to Honduras, Costa Rica, and Venezuela. In Botswana, Nigeria, China. China will now get reparations money from you. This is all our money that they're printing that now, I'm trying to remember what it is. I think it's $80,000 per citizen in the United States worth of debt. Oh, yeah. You think it's $80,000 per citizen? Is your money they're printing up and holding you accountable for? They send it back to the original country to try to reintegrate illegal migrants. So those illegal migrants that, mo- that are living in the United States are now going to re are going to are going to then migrate back to Honduras to be reintegrated into Honduras. Amazing. And now the three questions at the border you'll be held. Remember now, anybody who claims that it's an emergency automatically gets let in. If you don't get to let in, you just go to the port of entry and be let in anyway. If you're not, if you're not a connected country, if not a, you are not a Mexican citizen or a Canadian citizen, doesn't count against the five thousand, so you'll be let in. And you get asked three questions: Are you a criminal? Now, that's, now here's the thing: now you guys aren't going to understand this. I'm saying this facetiously. <laughs> you're not going to understand this because you guys weren't cops like I was. Okay, For 25 years, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. You want to check it? 1992 to 2017. How many people do you know that are criminals that when you ask them if they're a criminal, say that they are indeed a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you in 25 years with law enforcement, I don't think anybody ever said, hey, just letting you know, Sergeant Lipley, Deputy Lipley, uh, I'm a criminal. <laughs> I have warrants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, right. I have warrants and my driver's license is currently suspended. <laughs> None of it does not happen. So the, the Biden administration... In collaboration, capitulation, and collusion with James Lankford and Mitch McConnell, come up with this just foolproof way of vetting illegal invaders. Three questions. Are you a criminal? No. (laughs) And, And they're hiring thousands of more CBV agents to ask these three questions. Are you a criminal? Did you have any other option you could number? That was number one. Number, so they say no. Did you have any other option you would have gone to in your own country? Okay, they've already crossed the Darien freaking gap. <laughs> they've crossed all the way through Mexico, which ain't no short country. And now you, they're, they're going to tell you that, yes, indeed, they had another option? <laughs> I mean, only the government could come up with this. Yeah. Other, any other option? So that guy who's now traveled all this way is not going to tell you another, he had another option? Don't think so. Number three, number th- third question. Why can't you stay in Mexico? That, what? And if you if you answer basically uh, no to the first one, no to the second one, and I'm scared to the third one, you're in. 
And you're in anyway, because even if you answer those wrong, you just go to the port of entry. You'll be let in. That's how it really works. 15,000 more beds have been added. How are you going to, what, what's 15,000 more beds? You're actually going to, that's for, now remember this is for detention. So you're allowing in 150,000 per month and you added 15,000 beds. That's right there, 5,000 cap per day is 150,000 per month. But you've only added 115,000 beds for, for their detainment. And then you have the ankle monitors. Every one of them, don't you worry, says James Lankford. We strap on those ankle monitors. Yeah, those never get defeated, do they? <laughs> you get an ankle monitor and a notice to appear. And then if you come in this year, 2024, your ankle, you, you're, you'll get an ankle monitor strapped on you and a notice to appear in 2031. So you're going to wear that ankle monitor for seven years? <laughs> And Heather brought this up in the pregame because it's something we actually covered. I don't know if she got it from us or from some other source, but it's something we covered on this on the podcast here. Nobody monitors the ankle monitors. <laughs> only problem, I mean, only problem with the ankle monitors. Nobody monitors the ankle monitors. <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. And of course, now there's a new chain migration allotment. So basically, you're allowed to go get more family members after you're allowed to illegally enter. <laughs> and the last thing. They're fast-tracking the 80,000 Afghan refugees who were not vetted in Afghan in Afghanistan. Remember when Joe Biden left the $86 billion worth of advanced United States military equipment on the ground, making the Afghan army the 26th largest army on the planet overnight? Remember that? We also took in 80,000 Afghan refugees who we have no freaking idea who they are. Yep. No idea. They're now going to be fast-tracked under this bill, under James Lankford's bill, under Mitch McConnell's bill, fast track to citizenship. Let me show you this Elon Musk video. How did everybody know how to get through the wall at this specific point? Play for me, other. We wondered how all of these migrants knew about this particular entryway into California. The answer was in their hands. Oh, you learned on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok is a social media platform created in China. The post we found had step-by-step -step instructions for hiring smugglers and detailed directions to that hole we visited. We were struck by just how orderly and routine it all seemed. The migrants walked about a half mile down a dirt road and waited in line for U.S. Border Patrol to arrive so they could surrender. So the estimates now are that we've allowed in 100,000 military-aged Chinese men <laughs> into the country. All right. We, no, I, that's Joe Biden oh only, Joe Biden. In three years, it, you know, we're, Joe Biden will at the end, well, now he's allowed in about 7 to 9 million people is what he's allowed in in three years. That's where we're at. Impossible to track the numbers because... CBP says no matter what numbers you see, it's one to five times that many. So nobody knows how many people have actually been let in because most people are not seen illegally invading. Even you're like, Tommy, you just said it's 12,000. He's allowing in 12,000 per day. Those are the ones they know about. Right. Including the gotaways. The gotaways are people that are seen getting away. How many people are never seen crossing the border? Most people who cross the border. But now we have about 100,000 military age Chinese men have been allowed in the country. We have no idea who they're. Oh, don't worry. They have an ankle monitor on, but nobody's monitoring the ankle monitors. Remember that. And how do we, and how did all those people find it? That's a 60 minutes report. How did they find that? I mean, you don't even need to find a gap in the wall. All you need to do is go to a port of entry to let you in or go to the CBP and they'll let you in. Doesn't I mean I don't even know why they need to find a gap in the wall. But anyway, they found <laughs> the gap in the wall. I mean, they and, and by the way, they just orderly go into the country and then report to the CBP. So 
And, and again, I, I don't mean to be redundant, but you don't even need to illegally cross. You just go to the port of entry and they will cross for, they will cross you for you. They will yeah. cross. It's, how do you say that? They'll, they'll cross. They will bring you across the border right, right. for you. Yeah. That's a fact. All you need to go. This is, this is the Biden. This is what I was talking about as far as them manipulating numbers. You go to the port of entry in Mexico, you'll be loaded up in vans and brought across the border. Yeah. You don't even need to find a hole in the wall. You don't need to find anything. But how do these people find the gap in the wall? Via TikTok. And you notice everybody on that video was Chinese. TikTok, of course, is a Chinese app. Yeah. Allowed to continue on in this country, just like the Chinese balloon was allowed to fly all over the country. You have a Chinese psyop, TikTok, being allowed to continue in the United States. Yep. All right, enough on the border. Let's go to some miscellaneous stories here. This is a good one. Unusual Wales uh, tweet. Breaking. Nancy did it again. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. You know, I, I, I've had some good times on the stock market. I've had some bad times on the stock market. Nancy Pelosi has never seen a bad stock market day. Weird, isn't it? It's always up. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a song. It's always up for Nancy. It's always the sun is always rising for Nancy at the stock market. Never going down. Sun is always rising. She, she is on a stock market uh, streak that's unbelievable. It's almost like, remember Back to the Future? Remember like Biff Tannen? I think that was his name. He, gets, he goes back and he. Oh, yeah. He, remember that? He goes back and he. He gets that sports almanac. It goes in the future, gets the sports almanac. Yep. Then goes back into the past and then bets all the games because he knows who's going to win. Yeah. That's like Nancy because Nancy has all the insider information. She knows where <laughs> all, when you're $34 trillion in debt and you remember, you know, because we bring in $5 trillion worth, worth of tax revenue per year. And Nancy Pelosi knows where the $6.8 billion, $6.8 trillion that we're spending. Remember, $2 trillion worth of deficit every year, no matter what. And that's without these emergency allotments for, for, uh, comprehensive border reform that goes to Ukraine. So Nancy, but Nancy knows where all those dollars are going. So Nancy here, Nancy Pelosi has made over $1 million on her. I'll get to what this it's NVIDIA, yeah. NVIDIA trade. She added now four times for her congressional salary in 73 days. Amazing. Wouldn't you like to do that? Yeah. Her NVIDIA, NVIDIA deal uh, NVIDIA Deep ITM call option is now up almost 53% since she entered two months ago. See her portfolio on Unusual Wells. Follow Unusual Wells on Twitter. I do. What is NVIDIA? The world leader in artificial intelligence computing. Interesting, isn't it? The very person who pimps and whores vaccine mandates and vaccine passports and every sort of government control is just busting at the seams with stock market profits on the technology that supports her very initiatives. Weird, isn't it? And I have to show you this. Now, this is off topic, but I just, I, I couldn't resist it. This, I have to admit, is a somewhat of a, is a, somewhat of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> but I have to show it to you. This is the... UAE SWAT challenge. UAE SWAT challenge. I don't know how many, how many of you saw this. Luke Krukowski posted it on, on Twitter, another account that I follow on Twitter. This is the UAE SWAT challenge. It is an international SWAT team challenge. So SWAT teams from around the globe, not the UAE, just not just the UAE, around the globe go and they and they it's you know it's an obstacle course. It's an all-out challenge to use the best SWAT team on the planet. They all go and Compete to see who's the best SWAT team. So there's the United States SWAT teams there. SWAT teams from around the globe go there to compete. Now, I want to show you 
for the first time ever, they decided to allow a female SWAT team in. Now, I want you to observe the difference here. Aaron played, or Heather played the first video. Here's a standard male SWAT team going through the first obstacle on the obstacle course. Play for me. Yes, this is an emergency. So there you go. Now, here is the first ever female SWAT team allowed to compete in this event. Play for me. Ramos. Five ladies teams involved in the UE SWAT challenge this year. Belarus, Thailand, Chile. Two teams from the Emirates. Oh, oh, oh! The first one to get wet in the ice bath today. And, uh, well, they are stuck in the middle of that zip line. Remember, if you fall in the ice bath, you have to go back to the beginning of the zip line and do it again. And currently, Chile have uh, three team members stranded in the middle of that ice bath. Thankfully, the water will be a little bit warmer than it was earlier on this morning. Vamos, vamos! And it just goes to shit. This is an emergency. In the ice bath, you have to go back to the beginning of the zip line and do it again. And currently, Chile have uh, three team members stranded in the middle of that ice bath. Thankfully, the water will be a little bit warmer than it was earlier on this morning. Vamos, vamos! Services of Saudi Arabia and then one of the popular teams, the Sao Paulo Seniors, are fourth out of the gate this morning to uh, get us underway on day three. And it just goes to show you how, uh, how important momentum is. Mr. Teron online said... Oh, oh! Three team members in the drink. Oh, it's all going horribly wrong. And, um, well, forget about getting wet. The, uh, the violations, the major safety violations for dropping weapons in the water are uh, considerable. Eight this morning to uh, get us underway on day three. 
considerable. They will have to retreat. I just had to show you that because that, that right there sums up the Democratic Party. You want that you want that female SWAT team? DEI, baby. ESG, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, environmental social governance. You you're forced, your police departments are forced to have a female a SWAT team. You're like, Tom, what do you hate women? I love women. I'm married to a woman. I'm just telling you. It, you're better off with a male SWAT. Do you see the difference, Aaron? Can you do them again? Just can you do me just like the male ones? You can just throw them out just side by side whenever you can. I'll be ranting on this for a second. Then I got I got to talk about the gold. But anyway, I mean that 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 is the perfect embodiment of left hard uh, philosophy, left hard policies. Just like just like the just like the open border. You know, all the all the Democrats now hate it. Why do you hate it? I mean, look at this. This is how the men go through it. This here is the men, right there. I mean, come on. This is from Akmat. I don't even know what that is. Look at the men. And then you look, you look at the women. They can't even get over that. They can't. They were six minutes when I cut the video. Six minutes. I, when I finally had to say, I can't, I can't do it anymore. And they were fishing out all the firearms they dropped at the bottom of the pool. Special forces from Bore, Bore you. I don't even know where that is either. Look at that. No problem whatsoever. It's the imper- that's, this is the perfect example of Democratic Party politics. Right here. Here's another one. Royal Bahamas is Bahamas. Look at the Bahamian team. Bahamian team. No problem. Right over. They're like jogging. There's, I mean, come on. It, <laughs> here, there's the women. There's the women. I mean, come on. I get it. I, I love women. There's things that women can do that men can't do. I get all of that. And God is no respecter of persons. Romans 2.11. I get that. But we all need to be in our lanes. <laughs> I can't, I cannot spout out babies like my wife and Heather can. I can't do it. So I don't try to do it. Okay. You end up, you end up with a female squad. Look at these, look at them dragging their weapons out. Look at this woman. I mean, come on. This is humiliation. This is the best. Yeah, this is my favorite. All right. <laughs> Drag her backwards. Drag her back. There we go. I mean, I can let this go on and on. I don't know how long they were there. I didn't even want to spend any, that much time on it. But anyway, there you go. Oh, let me do gold, Aaron. Yep. My one and only sponsor, can't ever forget them, 779 people that are on right now. My only sponsor, the only person that has any, because you know, most people, well, you're a male chauvinist pig. No, that's reality. Reality, I preached about this on Sunday. Reality is reality. It doesn't matter whether you offend you or not. It's reality. Reality is reality. And since I talk about a lot of things that are reality, I get banned off of YouTube, banned off of Facebook. I understand all that. And I don't have hardly any sponsorships. But the ones that I do, these are people with giant cajones, Midas Gold Group. Now, why do you have to have gold? Because they are de-dollarizing and devaluing the dollar around the globe. And the very people that are doing it are buying, buying gold and hedging that de-dollarization and devaluing with gold. You need to buy gold. When we're dealing with CBDC currencies, central bank digital currency, dealing with social credit systems, you had better have a hedge against the people that are devaluing your currency or will not allow you to have access to your currency. Buy gold. And here's the thing about Midas Gold Group. This is not a conservative company. It's not a Republican company. It's a MAGA company. They believe what you and I believe. They're not Nikki Haley Republicans, John Corner Republicans, McConnell Republicans, James Lankford Republicans. They're not those type of Republicans. They are MAGA, make America great again, Republicans. Veteran-owned, veteran-operated, and all of their gold is physical 
in your hands gold. Buy your gold from Midas Gold Group. Fight against the globalization. I don't know, that's not the right Globalism, whatever it is. Whatever you call it. The, global, the globalism narrative around the world. Yeah. Fight against it by buying gold. Fight against CBDC by buying gold. Fight against social credit systems by buying gold. Fight against de-dollarization and devaluing the USD by buying gold. And when you do buy it, buy it from Midas Gold Group. Buy it from a company that believes in you, that doesn't hate you. Yeah. And when you do buy it from them, tell them that the TLP sent you. All right, here we go. I had to show you this one. Again, this is just the random section here. And I'm going to get the vaccines in just a second. Right after this is vaccines. Jesse Waters video. Welcome to woke kindergarten. I, there's no way for me to even explain this. Is that you or? Oh, okay. We've got a phone going off in here. Sorry about that. That was, that's some high class TLP stuff right here. The phone's <laughs> going off in the background. High class. <laughs> Here's Jesse Waters' video. Welcome to Woke Kindergarten. Now, you, you all know what state this has to be in. Of course, it's California. Play it for me. Did two things to the school system. Test scores went down. Education consultants, mucho dinero. Schools got a lot of money. They spent it on students, but other schools, they spent it on their Trump derangement syndrome. Glassbrook Elementary in Hayward, California, they spent 250 grand of COVID cash on woke kindergarten what is woke kindergarten sounds a little something like this before woke kindergarten came to town glassbrook had a real problem on its hands only eight percent of the students were proficient in math only 16 percent could read english now after two years of woke kindergarten the numbers have dropped to all-time lows, to just 4% and 12%. Two-thirds of the kids at the school don't even speak English as their first language. But don't worry, they're learning how to dismantle whiteness. Here's the founder of Woke Kindergarten. Yes, everyone, the rumors are true. I am anti-Israel. I am pro-Palestine. And I am... 100% 10 toes down anti-Israel. I believe Israel has no right to exist. I believe the United States has no right to exist. White supremacy destroys for the sake of destruction. Abolition destroys for the sake of creation. We are not the same. Y'all are the demons. Y'all are the villains. We've been trying to end y'all, get free of y'all. That's Ikea Gross, if you were wondering. She goes by they, them. She says she's an abolitionist, early educator, and cultural organizer who posts her radical lesson plans on her website. Well, goody, here's a taste. Who keeps us safe? We don't police. There we go. That's enough. We don't need to see more of it. But anyway, so that was the woman talking at the end is they, them, Ikea Gross. That's who, that, that's who she is, but she goes by they, them. You ever wonder how, again... How absolutely nonsensical it is. So how would you refer to her in a room? Hey, here comes they. It's not even grammatically correct. It goes back to the SWAT team thing. Nothing that they do makes any sense and none of it works. I'm talking about left-hard globalists. Not one thing. And this is funny. She, she calls for the uh, eradication, I guess, off the planet of America and Israel, but is happy to receive $250,000 of American, American taxpayer dollars. Happy to receive our taxpayer dollars for her woke, her woke kindergarten, which in the, what they've accomplished is 
Record low numbers in all things academia. In all academic accomplishments, they've gone, they've rocketed downhill. But they have, just so you know, they have far less suspensions because they no longer suspend students. Mm. Yeah, that's how that's how the that's how the public school system works. Because they get federal dollars for less suspensions, right? So what they do is they don't actually suspend kids, they put them in another school. <laughs> so they go to a suspension school. That's what's happening right here in Florida. So they continue. There's nothing again, it's the Potomac two step. We're not teaching CRT anymore. We're teaching TRC. See? We're not, we are we're we're lowering debts and deficits. No, you're lowering rates of increases in spending. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's all lies and obfuscations and deflections. So here, there's no more there's no more suspensions because they actually just removed them and put them in another school. And they're they're, they're eight eight percent of their class is proficient in math. Sixteen percent of the class can actually read, and two thirds of the class doesn't even speak English. But they got two hundred fifty thousand dollars of COVID money. Again, I go back to this. How much did we spend on COVID-19? And this was from a year ago. $7 trillion for a 99.9% survival virus that you never need to spend $10,000 on. Right. Nothing. Just you, You're like, Tom, how dare you say that? People die. People die all the time. 1.2 million Americans die per year. 80,000 Americans died of the flu in 2017. It's not, I'm not belittling death or those that lost people. I'm telling you, there was no need to even respond to COVID. So we spent $7 trillion on it, though. $7 trillion on COVID. And a lot, of this was, a lot of this was under Donald Trump. And I love Trump. Vote for Trump again. He blew it on COVID. That's why he's not president. Because he, he gave in to COVID, which allowed the fraudulent election. Zucker boxes, non-signature ballots, no, 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 uh, no, no verification at all for anything, anything having to do with any ballots, mass mail-in ballots, no signature verification, no ID, nothing. This is too dangerous. Come in and vote. We're all going to pretend like this is dangerous. You're like, Trump caught COVID. Trump was never even in danger from COVID. <laughs> and I know, listen, Trump pimped and hoard vaccines. He, do, he did. He still does to some degree. I hate that part. But he didn't mandate him, so I'm voting for him. But so you, this just shows you right here $7 trillion spent on COVID-19, 99.9% survival virus. Out of that $7 trillion that was spent on COVID, only eight, only $800 billion was spent on COVID. Tom, that makes no sense. What you just said was incoherent. I know. To this day, people say $7 trillion was spent on this deadly virus, that, that which we've shown on countless graphs here, didn't increase excess deaths anywhere in the world. Yep. This deadly virus. COVID, all you COVID caving Christians sitting at home, look at us, we're so Christ-like, we're staying at home, look at us saving lives, look at us, look at us all pretend along with the world, oh, I thought the Bible said do not conform to the pattern of the world, oh, but we're, we're conforming to the pattern of the world, we're defying the Bible in the name of love, but God is love, Jesus is God, and Jesus is the word, so the word is love, and the, so it is loving to not conform to the pattern of the world, but allegedly, you're showing everybody this great example of love by contradicting the word of God. Right? Doesn't make any sense. $7 trillion spent on COVID, but out of that $7 trillion spent on COVID, only $800 billion was spent on COVID. So $6.2 trillion went where? Go in your pocket. Aaron, did you get any of that? No. Okay, Aaron didn't get no. any. <laughs> Heather, did you get any of that? Okay, I didn't either. I got none of that. I had, I had, 
40% of my church leave because I wasn't, didn't have compassion. Of course, we're way bigger <laughs> now. So they can go on their That's own right. merry way. Unless they repent. You're just, a, you're just such a coward that you, the government tells you something and you just do it. You're such a coward. You're afraid people will call you unloving if you don't lock down your quarantine. You're very healthy family. You're healthy family and your healthy kids who have no chance of ever catching, ever, ever dying of COVID or being hospitalized with COVID. And you just notice how it's all the exact same narrative. People who love Gaza, who love free Palestine from the land to the sea, are Wokotopians. Wokotopians love masks. Maskers love abortion. Vax pimps and vax whores love transgenderism. It's all the same agenda. It's all the same narrative. So you as a Christian, you better watch who you yoke yourself together with. Whose advice that you're following? All right, let me show you this. Died suddenly video. Developing, Major Tom Hovland told Marie Z that a new survey is showing that embalmers all around the world are still finding the strange white structures. No. I mean, we got we got really three generations in this room. We have Aaron, who's just turned 30. Mm-hmm. We have Heather, who's about 10 years older. And then we've got Hope and I, who are 15 years older than Heather. In all of my life, I have never seen embalmers come out and say anything at all, for one thing. Right, right. Ever. And every year embalmers. There's not some sort of, you know, national coalition of embalmers. <laughs> that comes out and speaks, like at the World Economic Forum. Right. There's nothing. So it's kind of weird that embalmers are speaking at all. And what brought that out? Why does all the weird crap happen after 2021? Mm. Why does it all start? Start, start, start in January of 2021. 300% to 1,600% increase in all maladies inside the military. Why does that start in 2021? Why do we have 17 million excess deaths from 2021 2022, and 2023. Why is that worldwide? Why is it in in Australia that more people died of Omicron than Alpha and Delta combined? The two most virulent forms of COVID-19 that were present in 2020 and early in 2021, basically nobody died of them, but everybody died of the least virulent variant, Omicron, after they were vaccinated. Why is that exactly? Mm. And, you know, recently there was a nice bold-faced lie told by the infamous Joy Reid on, on The View where she said, you know, 1.2 million Americans have died of COVID, and it's all, uh, all Donald Trump's fault. Well, out of that 1.2 million, which I don't believe those numbers, I'm just telling you that's what the CDC claims. Out of that 1.2 million people who died of COVID, 300,000 died under Trump, 900,000 died under Biden post-vax. Bold-faced Goebbels. Joy Reid is Goebbels. Absolute Joseph Goebbels. So here we go. Embalmers all over the world are still finding these strange white structures. Play for me. In our first survey that we did last year, by the end of 2022, about seven out of every 10 embalmers said they were seeing these unusual white fibrous cloths that the six or seven embalmers in the movie died suddenly said they were seeing. We confirmed that. About 119 out of 179 embalmers that responded to that first survey said they were seeing the clots. The other results were the main consensus were they started seeing them in the year 2021 after the jabs rolled out. And some of these embalmers have seen those white fibrous clots in up to 50% or more of their corpses. So I did a second survey that just took place from the 8th of December of this uh, 
about a month ago and finished it just about a week ago on the 8th of January to ask the embalmers, now, what are you seeing in the year 2023? Well, did you observe the whitish fibrous clots as seen? And in, in, and we have put a photo in there in the survey this year of those nasty white fibrous clots, similar to what Mr. Hirschman and the other embalmers showed on the Died Suddenly film. And look at the shocking results there, Maria. 197 of the 269 embalmers that responded, 73% said they are indeed still seeing the white fibrous clots in the year 2023. The last question that we asked Maria was, uh, we, we didn't get a chance last year to ask about age stratification. So this year we said, hey, uh, are you seeing uh, any particular increase in clotting of all types? You know, whether it's the grape jelly clots, the white fibrous clots, or these new microclots in any particular age groups. The, the, the sad thing is you see an increase in all age groups so there you go. And again, white fibrous clots. And here's the thing. When they are trying to embalm people, the white fibrous clots are blocking them from embalming them. And they're finding them the length of a leg. Finding these white fibrous clots that never existed before. And now listen, don't you think we would have heard about this before where you have an embalmer trying to embalm a dead body, but they can't because there's white fibrous, fibrous clots that are like calamari. That's what they're like, like white calamari, like plastic. And they can't get the embalming fluid to go through the body. Why did that never happen before 2021? We're a right-wing conspiracy. How is it a right-wing conspiracy? To 197 out of 269 embalmers say that they're seeing them right now, even in 2023. Yeah. 73% are still seeing them. And out of that, the 22% that are saying they aren't seeing them are lying. To keep their jobs because they're afraid of societal consequences, as usual. It's funny how these things just all appear right after the vaccination, not to mention the 17 million excess deaths so far. All right, here's another one for you. Jessica Rojas video. Over 300 medical journals have been removed. Why? Why? Well, I wonder why. This is got Dr. Scott Jensen out of Minnesota. I've noticed this for sure. Almost all my vaccine science links to medical studies have been removed, have been moved or removed. These are these are studies that dare to show vaccines in any sort of negative light. Play for me. Let's turn to the second article. An article in Jazz Shaw called The Medical Field is Erasing Its Own COVID Era History. Here's what it says. Pfizer and the rest of the big pharma companies assured the government that everything was just fine with the vaccines because they had been doing super serious testing. And the government dutifully reported the cheerful news to us while using all of that data to impose lockdowns, mask mandates, and immunity passport systems. And now, according to one group that tracks publications in scientific journals, a lot of the original research and test results are mysteriously disappearing more than 300 papers and scientific articles this was happening all over the globe the redefinition of vaccine the removal of gain-of-function research off of the nih website anything that actually contradicts the narrative you have lloyd austin trying to erase the dmed database trying to erase the 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 the, the actual health data off of the military dmed database why why would you want why would you ever want to erase it why, why, would, why would you redefine vaccines? Why would you remove gain-of-function research off of the NIH website? Why would you redact all of Anthony Fauci's emails? Well, why would you sequester all 
death and hospitalization data amongst the vaccinated when, when you're the CDC. Why would you do that exactly? So let me show you this. Skip this one, guys. Go to the next one for me, if you would. Just go to the Camus video. There you go. Let me show you. So here you have, in the medical journals, suddenly, just like how Anthony Fauci in The Lancet orchestrated all of the. It's very similar. You just have to notice. A left hard is a left hard. A left hard's going to left hard. 51 intelligence officials, including four former former heads of the CIA, have come out and said, this has, this has true earmarks of Russian disinformation when it came to the Hunter Biden laptop, right? Well, Anthony Fauci did the same thing when it comes to COVID-19, when it came to the vaccines. He orchestrated, when it came to COVID-19, he orchestrated a bunch of so-called scientists to come out in the, in the, on the Lancet and say, this obviously is of natural origins. When it obviously isn't. And then all the Christians follow the medical advice of these bold-faced demonic liars. Amazing to me. Amazing to me. You're like, Tom, you're still mad about it. Yes, I'm still mad about it. Because judgment begins at the house of God. 1 Peter 4, 17. And all of these Christians, all these Christians, they go, you know, I'm just going to follow what these medical experts, who are these? You ever ask who these people are and what their agenda is before you follow all of their quote-unquote medical advice? Right. You ever ask who they are before you actually follow their advice? That they're baby butchering leftards who love to lop off penises, testicles, and breasts? You ever ask, you ask yourself, are these my political and ideological opponents who would like to see me post-birth abortion, aborted? You ever ask yourself that? People want to lower the Earth's population? Listen, if there, you, got a, you got a guy who's pimping and hoarding vaccines who wants to lower the Earth's population, might not want to take his vaccine. Right. You ever think about that before you strap on your mask, quarantine yourself? And I know that I'm primarily preaching to the choir, but there's a few people that you're still pretending that you've been on board the whole time. You've been anti-COVID, anti-mask, anti-vax, anti-lockdown. No, no, no. You must forget that you can scroll backwards on Facebook. <laughs> and you're putting out pictures of your quarantine day 17. Look at us. You know what? We're just happy to have this time together as a family. <laughs> I saw people I, I saw people from my church do that. I yeah. shouldn't say people. I saw a person from my church do that. It's just amazing. People don't ask. Who are these people that are giving me this medical advice? Who are they? Are they the same people that gave syphilis to the black man, po black male population, and let them die of syphilis? Same, those same. Yeah, they're the same people. Yep, they're the same people that lied about Hunter Biden's laptop. They're the same people that lied about Russian collusion. They're the same people lying right now, saying the border's closed and the border's wide open. Those are the ones who told you to lock down, wear masks, stand six feet apart, take Vax 1, Vax 2, all the way up to Vax 8 now. Told you it's only going to be 15 days to flatten the curve. And we're at four years of 15 days to flatten the curve because you're still not allowed in the White House unless you're vaccinated or have a negative test and you have to wear a mask. And if you watch, as I said this on Sunday at my church, if you watch as many videos as I do, you know that they're remasking around the world right now. Yep. You see all these different meetings as people putting on masks again. Masks, masks again. So talking about so censorship, where we just I just showed you the video from Jessica Ross, where you have Dr. Scott Jensen saying, "Weird, all of my stuff that I put in these medical journals that is any way, shape, or form negative towards the vaccine, and even not even necessarily anti-COVID vax, but anything that questions the legitimacy of these vaccinations or has any negative data about these vaccinations." has been mysteriously removed. And these are the also the defenders of democracy.
Not one six was a threat to our democracy. We're here to, to strengthen our democracy. We're here to defend our democracy. So we're going to ban you in the name of democracy. We're going to abort you in the name of democracy. We're going to force vax you in the name of democracy. We're going to open up our borders and have no border in the name of democracy. We're going to force you to wear a mask in the name of democracy. We're going to remove you off of ballots in the name of democracy. Oh, to defend democracy. So you're going to defend democracy using authoritarian dictatorship te uh, uh, techniques, totalitarian techniques. You're going to defend democracy using authoritarianism. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> That's like saying, I'm going to prevent myself from getting shot by hanging myself. <laughs> Camus video, RFK Jr. and Dennis Prager discuss how Big Pharma's advertising clout has given it. This is how you get everything removed right here. Play it for me. The amount of lying done to me by the medical and pharmaceutical establishments in the last few years has completely changed my view about whether or not they will tell me anything that is true. NIH is a $42 billion budget. It used to do science. Now it basically, uh, a lot of what it does is, is developing new drugs for the pharmaceutical industry, which it gives to them essentially for free in many cases. It's a terrible arrangement. NIH itself gets royalties. They, they can take about half of the royalties on some of the, like the Moderna vaccine. They own half of the royalties, so they'll get billions and billions of dollars. Not only that, but there's six individuals who work for NIH who were anti-Fauci's deputies who each get, got mar margin rights for the patent, so they own royalties. Pretty astonishing because these are the regulators that are supposed to be looking for problems with these drugs before they give them to us mm -hmm. to protect us. If this drug does well, they're gonna pay for their boat, they're gonna pay for their children's education. And as long as that drug is being sold to people, they can make a profit. So the last thing they wanna do is find problems within it. So that explains the moral corruption in the the FDA and the NIH and the pharmaceutical companies, namely money. How do you explain the New York Times and the Washington Post? They're not, are they getting money from big pharma? The pharmaceutical industry is one of the biggest advertisers now. I think it was on $9.6 billion in advertising. The reporters themselves would deny that there's any kind of censorship or any kind of um, editorial, you know, prodding. And they, they will say, science is what CDC says it is. And I say to them, journalists are supposed to maintain a posture of fierce skepticism toward government officials. They're now doing the opposite. Uh, they have become propagandists for the government. Now, why is that happening? You can't just say they're being bought off by pharmaceutical mm -hmm. companies. That's why I asked. Part of that dynamic is a lot of influence by the intelligence agencies throughout the press. The largest funder today of journalism around the world, um, mainly funded through USAID. They spend about $10 billion a year funding uh, journalism around the world, but there are two things happen. One, the Patriot Act and then President Obama issued an executive order that allowed the CIA to begin um, uh, propagandizing Americans again. And we started seeing then um, press become overt kind of propaganda vessels for uh, CIA. I understand the CIA and war, the CIA and elections I don't understand 
What on God's earth the CIA cares about vaccines? The CIA's first project when it was created was uh, Operation Paperclip. They were bringing over missile scientists and bioweapon scientists and chemical weapons scientists from, uh, from Germany. When you're doing bioweapons research, every bioweapon requires a vaccine. You can't do bioweapons research to develop bioweapons, but you can do what they call dual-use research, which means bioweapons research that is also necessary to develop vaccines. The punchline of the story is that in 2014, three of Anthony Fauci's bugs escaped, and Obama declared a moratorium and ordered Fauci to shut down. Fauci transferred most of those studies to Wuhan. The biggest funder of, of um, gain-of-function research at Wuhan was the CIA through USAID and then EcoHealth Alliance, through which NIH was laundering all its money. We now know that EcoHealth Alliance was a CIA front. You know, aren't you, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that you followed the advice of these people? I know I'm preaching to the choir that most of you 785 people that are watching right now, I know most of you did not. I'm not preaching. I'm just saying anybody who did or anybody ends up watching this video, aren't you glad that as a conservative you followed their advice? The number one funder. Okay, you got the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Man, I, I started, thought I was going to end the show right now. <laughs> you got the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation sends tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which owns the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and they send money to both. Chinese Academy, Academy of Sciences and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Tens of millions of dollars from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Then you've got EcoHealth Alliance being funded directly by Anthony Fauci through Peter Daszak to the tune of $3.7 million to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Then you have the CIA outfunds them all. Outfunds them all. Now, I want you to think of this. Hussein Obama, and he knew what he was doing. Hussein Obama, because two of Anthony Fauci's bugs got out in 2014 and started infecting people, shuts down gain of function. You know, Hussein, he knew that Fauci was now going to backdoor and send it to a bioweapons lab in Wuhan, which is funded by the CIA in cooperation with the PLA. Our CIA is jointly funding a lab in Wuhan, China, our number one political, uh, economic, a military opponent on the planet. The CIA, in collaboration with the PLA, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak and Anthony Fauci, are funding the development of COVID-19, which is why he had to lie for the last four years of 15 days to flatten the curve, saying it's of natural origins. That's what happened. And all the Christians put masks on, and locked down their churches and took eight vaccinations. From these people? Really? Another stat's on here. Whenever you're, whenever you're creating a bioweapon, you have to have an accompanying vaccine. That, I guess, is some sort of federal law, which all started with Operation Paperclip under the CIA. Yep. CIA via USAID is the number one funder of journalism around the globe. How's journalism doing? Journalism, uh, journalism uh, unbiased? No, it's all Goebbels, Pravda, Mockingbird media. Obviously, Mockingbird has never stopped. People say Mockingbird was in the 60s. No, no, no. 
the number one funder of journalism around the globe is USAID CIA. Absolute fact. Notice how Robert Kennedy, listen, I'm not voting for Robert Kennedy Jr. I'm just saying, I like him. I think he's an honest man. I think he's off. I think he's off on abortion and climate change. But he makes some good points. I mean, he, he doesn't ever get sued. Weird how he doesn't get sued for defamation, isn't it? Right. And now, again, back to one thing that I've told you a couple times. What is, just so everybody watching right now, I'm looking at, I'm looking at everybody that's on the chat here on Rumble. What is the definition of fascism? What is the definition of it? People, people make it this, they make it that, they make it this, they make it that. No, no, no. What is the definition of fascism? It is the merging of corporatism and government. That's it. So, the NIH shares half of the royalties with Moderna for the Moderna Vax. That was forced on Americans. Forced on every federal employee in America which we have the largest, our government is larger than almost all other governments combined on the globe. You heard of that? That's how big our government is. You can make an awful lot of money as a NIH scientist when your vaccination that you are personally profiting from gets mandated to every federal employee, including the 1.3 million people in the military, right? And every federal contractor. And it wasn't just that. Joe Biden, who said he was never going to mandate the vaccination, mandated it to every company with more than 100 employees. They lost that in federal court. Yep. So you, you're in the NIH, and you get to share half of those royalties of vaccines that you want to be mandated to the American public. Keep that in mind. And remember that the NIH is supposed to be regulating the company they're in partnership with. I'm not just talking about Moderna either. The NIH, the National Institutes of Health, NIAID is Anthony Fauci under the NIH. They receive almost 50% of their billions of dollars that they get every year from who? From pharma. And pharma's also, pharma spends $9.6 billion on pharma ads for the Mockingbird Media. And, and who... Who runs the Mockingbird Media? Who funds global journalism? The CIA. And through the NIA, it's all fact. This isn't, a, this isn't debatable. It's not right, right-wing conspiracy theory. It's fact. $9.6 billion is spent on pharma ads on, on the media. But that's it. Have you ever wonder how nobody's watching Joy Reid, but yet she still stays on? She wasn't even canceled, and she's still on. I don't know how she's still on. She was canceled a year ago, but she's still on. Yeah. Because it's all just one giant leftist organization. CIA's leftist. They're not only leftists, they're globalists. They're not for the United States. They're for globalists. They're just like Joe Biden. They don't think of the United States as a sovereign country. They think of the United States as a state in a globalist union. We are not. So again, the definition of fascism is the merging of corporatism and government. So you have the NIH being funded by the people they regulate. Funded by the people that they regulate. Amazing. And share those royalties. That's how it's worked. That, that is how it works. Truly amazing, but that is how it works. And that's what's going on. And it's not just Moderna. And I, I've talked about this numerous times. These patents come from numerous different locations, different companies, and they all share in these royalties. 
And then, so how, if you are going to personally profit, think about it this way. So it was shown in the Pfizer studies. Now, again, they ended up losing in federal court these, these they had, Joe Biden mandated the vaccine for all federal employees, which was upheld, including the illegal vaccination of the military, which I don't have time to get into right now, using a non-FDA approved drug. So they, they, they mandated it to all these, you know, the, every, every company that has more than 100 employees. They knew what was in the Pfizer, in the Pfizer developmental data, the, the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine developmental data. They knew what was in that data, that 1,223 people died in one year from the vaccination, that more people died of COVID that were vaccinated than unvaccinated in the study. But these people are personally profiting. The NIH, CDC are personally profiting. I don't know about the CDC, but the NIH are personally profiting off of the vaccines that they know are going to kill people. But like Robert, Robert FK, Robert FK, uh, RFK Jr. said, but they're going to buy it, but if they, but they're, since they're sharing in the profits, they're going to be able to send their kids to school, buy their boats, buy their cars, buy their mansions. So even though they know this vaccine is killing and maiming people and doesn't work, more people died of COVID-19 who were vaccinated than died of COVID-19 who were unvaccinated in the Pfizer developmental studies, which are the same as the Moderna studies. They knew that, but still went out and told everybody to get vaccinated under the moniker that it was safe and effective. Why? Because they're personally profiting off of it. If, if you, if you, if your income or you, you have the, you're going to, you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, or maybe you then bump it up to a million, million, million five years, just like Nancy Pelosi does with her illegal stock trades. If you know you're going to be able to do it by deeming something safe that you know is not safe, which one will most people choose since the love of money is the root of all evil? So you have Moderna employees, which are NIH employees. You're like, Tom, this really doesn't make any sense. I know. How is, how is a company like Moderna, who's regulated by the NIH in, in partnership with the NIH? How does that work? It doesn't work. That's why we ended up with the excess deaths. We, our excess deaths in America, depending on which cohort you look at, are 16 to 32%. 16 at minimum percent more people are dying now than died in 2020, in 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. 20%, somewhere between 16 and 30, 32% more people are dying in the United States now than before the vaccination. But all of these people inside of the NIH approve this vaccination because they're sharing in the profits from the vaccination. And you're like, well, maybe they didn't take, the, maybe they took the Moderna or the Pfizer, but they're sharing patents for both vaccines. There's patented components of the vaccines are made up of multiple components. It's just like, I didn't mean to delve into this for 14 minutes, but <laughs> Ursula van der Leyen, the head of the president of the European Union, whose husband is a contractor for Pfizer, and then she mandated the Pfizer vaccination. She couldn't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Remember her, her vaccine passport? She mandated that. Her husband is a contractor for Pfizer. He makes an element of the Pfizer vaccination. He sells it to Moderna too. It's all patentness of the shared to make these vaccinations. There's just multiple elements of them. So the NIH is supposed to tell you whether some National Institutes of Health, all the Christians did exactly what they told you, Tom. It's, it's hyperbolic to say all the Christians. Listen, I know the 781 people that are watching now didn't do it, but a lot of people did. Maybe you were one, now you've repented of it, and welcome back to the club if you repented. But everybody, all the Christians followed, their, they followed 
The medical advice. I remember watching a former church member here putting out pictures of himself or videos of himself driving through a McDonald's drive-thru, gloved up, masked up, acting like a complete idiot. His first name is Steve. Complete idiot. They say, hey, Stevie boy, you watching this? Because you know who I'm talking to. This is who you followed. Have you ever come out and said, man, I was an idiot? Because you should have. If you didn't, you still are an idiot. Because these are the people, the very people profiting off these vaccinations are the ones who are telling you that they're safe and effective. No, Tom, the CDC and the NIH told us they're merged with Moderna. So they're going to tell you, they can make they can make a million dollars each if they tell you that it's safe and effective or they could not make the million dollars and tell you that they don't know whether it's safe and effective or that it's not safe and effective. Which one are they going to do? I think we all know the answer to that. So that's what happened. And just so that's 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 how it all worked. And I didn't mean to go 16 minutes over time, but I did anyway. I hope you're okay with it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, someone put on here. I like this because I need to cover more of this. Lizzie 859, look up Dr. McAuliffe Detox. Everybody, I need to cover that more. You are correct. There are protocols that have been developed by, by Dr. McAuliffe that need people, if you're vaccinated, and listen, you need to pray over yourself and have God fix it. If the faith isn't there, then go get the uh, go get some of these detox materials. Uh, hey, Sean, I don't want to say your full name, but you know who I'm talking to. Sean H. on here. Good to see you again. I haven't seen you in a while. Love you, brother. I beg my best friend not to vax you. I know, we've all been in that. Good to see you back, but I haven't seen you in a while. Come by and see me sometime if you're ever back in Florida. But anyway, I love you guys. Thank everybody on the chat. Joe Dirt, man, you are present, man, on here. Bless you, brother. Glad you... I'm just, so many, I just really do appreciate you guys. And somehow I just lost the chat, just went completely black. I don't know what happened. It's, we gotta, it, it has to be me, but anyway. But anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for being on 17 minutes with overtime. Stick around for the post game. You got to see the videos. I think the, it's either the first or second video. Listen, I'm telling you, you got to see them. Love you guys. God bless you. Be back Thursday night, 8.30, another 90 minutes of Fury. Or, or as tonight, 108 minutes of Fury, right? Is that right? <laughs> 118, 90 minutes plus 18. Uh, so 108, 108 minutes. Yeah, yeah. 108 minutes of fury tonight. So there you go. But anyway, love you guys. God bless you. See you Thursday night. watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.